We use our phones for everything at this point, and I am absolutely guilty of that. I look up recipes on my phone. I meal plan on my phone. I use my GPS, even though I know where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) But did you know that you can also use your phone for some sexy me time? Don't worry. Your fantasies are safe with Dipsy. Just don't forget to use your headphones. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with vampires, Greek gods, and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories to read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time. Explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat things up with a partner. For listeners of our show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash justbreakup. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash justbreakup dipsystories.com slash just break up. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And I'm Spencer Worth Davis. And on this very (laughs) special episode, we're going to tackle topics like going slow even when we're excited, being independent, Okay. Dating in a crisis and feeling Ooh. thrown away and replaceable. You wrote all of those, Sam. <laughs> I did. What? What? A oh, master of words. <laughs> <laughs> those were all profound. <laughs> okay. So today on this very special episode of Just Break Up, we are doing a where are they now? Like reviewing old advice that we gave. And also we're going to be playing some recordings of people who wrote in maybe spencer we, should explain this. we have some <laughs> some updates via voicemail there we go from from listeners whose letters we answered in the past yes and we want to know like we asked our audience if they took our advice how they did if they didn't take our advice how it, how it's going you know stuff like that yeah there's a wide range <laughs> some people did some people didn't uh some people didn't but wished that they had yeah yeah okay Great. so how, oh. how is it gonna go down I love that okay so we have four updates so i'll give you sort of the context of the original letter and the advice that the two of you gave okay and then i will play the actual voicemail of the update and we can react to okay how folks are doing these sam days. and i have not heard these voicemails and we don't know what we don't know anything. We're going into this blind. So that'll we're be great. Live so any, any reaction is going to be authentic to exactly how we're feeling in this moment. So yes. also, it's going to be great. Just real quick before we start. Is this when you all usually record? Yeah. Yeah. How? It's so early. Yeah. We're, it's you, not, though. You two sat down and you're like, you know what? Yeah. 9 a.m. Saturday. That's when we want to do this thing where we have to talk for two hours. I feel yeah. fresh. We want to get it over and done with. Also, Sierra sleeps like an old person so she like goes to bed at like 7 p.m and wakes up at like four that's not true because now she just sleeps like 12 hours a day no no you always wake up between two and three because i send you text messages after you've gone to bed and you have your read receipts on and it always says red at 2 15 a.m when i wake up the next morning yes pregnancy is wild (laughs) y'all i like to i like to record first thing in the morning so that like my brain is like sharp you know i felt like i had to like take a hot shower and drink a bunch of water just so I'd be able to talk this early. That's, that's wild. Yeah. I'm, anyway. Okay. We're used to it. We're first, used to it. First up, we have Hannah, who was letter writer number one from episode 24. Okay. Ba la 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 block. Ba la 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 block. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It was like uh-huh. our first holiday episode, I think. Yeah, this would have been... I should... Oh, hold on. I should pull up the dates of these because that might be fun. Episode 24 aired in... 
Oh boy, I gotta scroll a long way back now. That was <laughs> December tenth, two thousand eighteen. Yeah, first holiday, first holiday season of Just Breakup because we started uh, our first episode aired July sixteenth, two thousand eighteen. Wild, yeah. right? Yeah. So Hannah was dating a new person that she really liked, but was concerned that things were moving too slowly. Okay. Mm. And said, "Quote to." To quote Carly Rae Jepsen, I want to cut to the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and their question was essentially, like, I know this is good. I want things to move faster. How do I relax and just let things play out? Sure, How do I not sure. force my pace onto this relationship and this person who may not want to move at that same pace? Okay. Great question. So, yeah. So, Sam, you said that you love to take things slowly in relationships. <laughs> oh, God, what did I say? I do. <laughs> and, and sort of slowly bring someone into to your world and your independence. Mm-hmm. Um, Sierra said that you want to have the most intense conversations with everyone immediately. <laughs> That's accurate. And I think this was accurate. the very first instance of Sierra suggesting grocery shopping as a date. Oh, my God, and, yeah. Or even a first date, perhaps. <laughs> Listen, I've grown a lot since the beginning of the podcast. I don't feel that, but I, I do feel the desire to have in, intimate, extreme intimacy. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. yeah that's or else right. it feels like wasting, not wasting time. That's incorrect. But like, you know, something about my weird Gemini brain wants intimacy, wants vulnerability. <laughs> you actually sure. said, quote, I function on a different level of vulnerability. Oh, there we go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) So there was then a discussion of healthy slow versus unhealthy slow in Mm. relationships. Okay. Which I thought was was pretty pretty solid advice. Uh, Healthy, you gave the examples of spending one to two nights a week together, waiting a few weeks to meet their friends, not immediately defining the relationship, uh, or as Sierra always says, determining the relationship. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Deter- no, it's determining. Isn't it determining? No, it's not. It's defining. It's, def- it's definitely not. All right. That's, well, that's I mean, we, uh, we all know what you mean. years late, <laughs> that information for me because Look, nobody you ever. You don't let me talk on the episodes very early. If you want, <laughs> I, can, I can pack in all. I definitely thought it was that. I know you it's did, not. but it's not. All right. Well, <laughs> you can always teach an old podcast host new tricks. That's right. That's right. Uh, unhealthy slow was your examples were seeing every, each other every three weeks and not talking in between. Yes. Mm. Not meeting any of their friends or I think Sierra suggested saving their number under a fake name. <laughs> <laughs> I think what? that was referencing another letter. I remember they were like, okay. they have my number saved as a different name. Is this a bad sign? And we were like, yeah, that's, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad sign. No, no, no. Everyone does that. Totally normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one knows anyone's names anymore. It's yeah. the 21st century. Uh, Sierra's advice, or sort of, I think both of y'all's advice, was to not be like afraid of that anxiety, that it's okay to feel anxious about it, but to mm-hmm. set some parameters around that anxiety. Um, and it's also okay to advocate for what feels balanced Mm -hmm. for you in a relationship that you don't necessarily have to accommodate the other person's pace like there's a middle ground to be found yeah um that sounds right that sounds on brand for us yeah Yeah. Yeah. that you should just have a conversation (laughs) with your partner about this and at at what pace you're comfortable moving um and then of course also attachment styles were brought up so did sam bring them up because he did yeah. I think it was like one of the first times that they were brought up. Yes, I always like we've talked about this on Patreon, like recap episodes or or when we're just reflecting, like I learned what attachment styles were on the podcast. So it's I'm yes. interested in like when <laughs> the shift I don't in think it, my advice happened. I don't think it was this letter, but it's it's one of them we're going to cover cuz I remember listening to the episode where Sam started talking about it and Sierra was like, wait, what, what is this? And what are you talking about? I'm, I'm a what? <laughs> what has dictated yeah. all of my relationships for the last 15 years? <laughs> it was, yeah, that's it was right. somewhere around yeah. this era of like the first couple months of the show. I just like, how did I know that? I have no Such. idea. It's just like this stupid brain of mine just like wants all sorts of information. 
Uh, it, uh, and then I just regurgitate it to people. I, it sounded like you were currently reading a book about it, honestly, the first time you oh, brought great. it up. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. So here is Hannah's update okay. uh, three plus years later. Hi, Sam and Sierra. My name is Hannah. I'm from Minneapolis. Um, and I submitted a question so, so long ago, um, episode 24. And I am just following up. So I asked you about how to move slow in a relationship and express my impatience by quoting Carly Rae Jepsen. And you encouraged me to set some clear boundaries and share what I needed, uh, but also to take the slowness as an opportunity to sort of also leave space to grow myself and not just the relationship. And honestly, I can't fully remember who I was even talking about. There's a few contenders. Um, but I'm fairly sure the person was um, this guy that when I asked for some clear boundaries, he actually informed me that we weren't even dating and he wasn't interested in me in that way, Oh, oh which was big oh. yikes. But honestly, I feel so much compassion for that version of me. Mm. Uh, but since then, I have gone to therapy and learned that, like Sam intuited, I do have an anxious attachment style, and I actually have relationship <laughs> OCD and a lot of relationship anxiety, which was wow. a huge eye-opener for me. But by working with a therapist, I was able to work through that, and eventually, I just met the right person, and he was actually down to move mm. fairly quickly and was kind of in right away, just like I was. Um, but my therapy work, um, and honestly, this advice tr truly did also help me remember to savor my alone time, too, and kind of accept the present and just be really um, in the moment. So ultimately, the pandemic did kind of squash some of that, but mm. it all worked out, and we are actually yeah. getting married in September. So thank you Yay. for being such a support for me during my years of dating. Listening and learning from you, too, genuinely helped me move toward action and prioritizing Aww. my needs. And also, uh, I mean, honestly, I just haven't met the right person yet. My fiance is so mm -hmm. down for all my little intricacies and, um, you know, truly just love each other fully. And that's honestly pretty awesome. So all the love. Thank you so much. Oh. oh, I'm like emotional. I know this episode's gonna take me over. Oh. I can't. Like my, yeah, I'm tearing up. Just, just wait, buddy. <laughs> it's not getting any less it's emotional. It's so nice as, to as hear go. their Sorry. voices. Like, you know, yeah. we always talk about how like the void isn't just like where you guys write letters from. It's like, you know, podcasting is a lot about like talking to the void. So it's so cool to like hear your realness. <laughs> You know, your mm -hmm. real body and voice. Um, I also like, I'm going to co-opt the word intricacies. Um, it, it was, to me, it was like um, the personality version of entanglements. <laughs> you know, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you have entanglements with people and you have intricacies with yourself and people have to like unpack yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And put up with yeah. them for sure. Yeah. I also love this because it's like, it's a great example of sometimes having the tough conversation leads us to an outcome that we don't want, but it also provides us the clarity to know like how the other person is feeling so that you're not wasting time pursuing this person who's like, we're not dating, yes. <laughs> right? Like, and that it sucks and it's uncomfortable and it means that like you might break up with this person. And that means that then you get to like actually spend time pursuing people who want to be in relationships with you or who are like interested in that. And then like eventually you go to therapy and you get married. Like that, that's, <laughs> that's very like marriage track of you. But yes, I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. And I loved hearing just like the plain and simple of like uh, that person. I just needed to meet the right person who like was more mm -hmm. compatible to me instead of forcing something that is not working or or maybe right. that you didn't know you know you like this person didn't have the conversation and then was informed in a sort of affronting way that they weren't in a relationship right. and there was no future so what are they worrying about you know um love all of that <laughs> i love the idea of us as like a gateway drug to therapy too <laughs> like people come to us they ask the question and we're like i don't know and then they're like you know i could i could use an actual help might be professional better. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This, this but like 50% better would be yes, nice I, totally. I love that and congratulations on uh, getting married soon it's very exciting and so great that you've learned about yourself and are finding finding ways to be with yourself like that's just fantastic as well yeah I love the combination of like this was 
really meaningful and impactful and led me to this new place in my life. And also I don't remember who I was talking about. Yeah, totally. That's like great perspective too. Just to remember that like time passes and like wounds fade, you know, that's right. Crushes yep. fade. Three years later, you yeah. might be engaged and not even remember mm-hmm. that person's name. For sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else for Hannah? Thank you so much for writing and for submitting an update to us. So nice to hear your voice. We love you. We love you. All right. Next up is Melissa from letter four. Oh my back God. when we used to do four letters. Letter four. Oh, yeah. uh, you mean episode four? No, no, no. Letter letter four of episode 17. Okay. Okay. The word of the day is sustainability. Mm. For like the first Ooh. 20 episodes. Yeah, we did four. You all answered four letters. So Which I guess this doesn't is doesn't make sense to me because there's like a mat, like three is such like a good number you know (laughs) like we were young and foolish we we didn't know anything the word of the day is ignorant (laughs) (laughs) so melissa was had been single for almost three years uh had great friends great family loved their job and hobbies but wanted to settle down and had dated a lot but just hadn't found the right person and was generally feeling exhausted from dating and said, quote, it feels like dating in 2018 is just trying to break my spirit. Mm. Oh wait God, till 2020. Wait 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a little weird listening to people from like yeah, 18 sorry. and 19. We're not laughing at like, you. We're laughing with you and, and at the horribleness of the universe. <laughs> at yep. all of ourselves. Yeah. Yes, collectively. Yep. Uh, so their question was essentially, how do I cultivate a healthy, loving relationship while still being an independent person? Mm, okay. Mm. So in, in other throwback uh, oh my God. ways, so this was the fourth letter. It was also the episode where Sierra had managed to give herself pink eye. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and sounded like absolute hell. Oh, absolute hell. <laughs> and that was also the week that they painted my apartment building black without telling black. you, without giving us any warning. So yep. I was, yep. and I was, I was really sick. I get, I was stuck in my apartment with like, not pink eye, but like a cold, like a terrible flu. And, but then somehow gave myself pink eye cause I like didn't leave the house and <laughs> they, it was my plague apartment. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Sierra's advice was that romantic love doesn't, necessarily equal a great life and that you can have a full and fulfilling life without uh, romantic love and to really try and evaluate what you value in your life and why and invest in those things that you value and are already around you. Um, You talked about restructuring your priorities around love, but not necessarily romantic love, investing more in friends and family. Hmm. Um said that it sounds like she's doing everything right, but you can do everything right and still feel lonely. Oh, damn. Who is this secure person yeah, talking? Yeah, uh-huh. like, uh-huh. that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and you suggested finding five ways that you could, that she could better show love to the people that she loves. Sure. Okay. That one was fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were really into rules yeah, back then. It was a fourth then. letter. <laughs> I mean, it was I, when you used to try and give like concrete action steps to people. Yeah, yeah. I think now we're now, now just like anymore. everything's nuanced. <laughs> 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 There's no true path. <laughs> Sam, you said uh, just because you're single doesn't mean you're any less than anyone else, and talked about how cu- couples love to make single people feel bad. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> We do. Yeah, oh my God, that's so funny. We do. Like it's like a meeting that we go to and plan for. It's a part of the coupled agenda. How to how uh-huh. to alienate single people this week? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And you said that you can keep yourself from giving up by just not giving up. It's a great advice. <laughs> Excellent work. Uh-huh. You just yeah. don't. Yeah, I just it was don't the do fourth it. letter. It was the I fourth know. letter. <laughs> We were tired. Sierra had pink eye. I am way too pregnant to laugh this hard. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking be my yoga ball. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's, that makes it sound like you're wearing a yoga. No, like I'm you're standing just... on a yoga ball because 
of the extra <laughs> 30 pounds that affects my back. But anyway, uh, that was very funny, Sam. I was about to roll with you, Sam. Like, this is how hard I love you. I was about to be like, oh, yeah, that's profound. And you were like, well. <laughs> Gotta say something. Uh, that's right. And then you closed with, you're doing great, just keep going. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's, it's pretty solid. So here is... Awesome. Melissa's you knocked that one out of the park. <laughs> I phoned it in. <laughs> it's okay. You it literally made up, up for 2020. <laughs> like, like you carried 2020, and so I carried this episode. <laughs> Love it. So here's Melissa's update from three years later. Hi, I have a listener update for you. My name is Melissa, and you answered my letter on episode 17 way back um, in October 2018. And, um, basically my letter was me kind of saying how frustrated I was with dating and how I've got everything together, but yet I can't find a partner. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of at a point where I wanted to just give up on my search for love and I was getting really frustrated with, um, the dating scene. Yeah. And Sam and Sierra's advice was to kind of redefine how I'm looking at love and and see where I can find it elsewhere in my life outside of the romantic context, which was really validating to hear. Um, And so since then, I've obviously, I did try to make some intentional decisions to hang out with my grandmother more and my niece and just try to support my brother as he was going through some life changes, things of that nature. But yeah, I guess to report, like, I did not give up on love. I continued to date. Um, and when I would get really frustrated or burnt out, I would just turn off the apps and I would go and fall in love with my hobbies again and uh-huh. take some time for me. And then when I felt refreshed, I'd come back. And good news is that I found an awesome partner. We've been together a year and a half at this point. Yay. I managed to find him in the middle of the pandemic. We wasted no time discussing what we wanted in relationships and our future Mm. together and things like that. And it's been going really, really well. We are head over heels for each other, still (laughs) still feel kind of giddy after a year and a half. And we actually just moved in together into a house that I bought (gasps) on my own because I got tired of waiting to have a partner to buy a house. (laughs) He has since moved in with me into my home. And yeah, that's very good. Very good news over here. So thank you, Sam, Sierra, and Spencer, for all the work you put into this podcast. I've Aww. been a dedicated listener since back in October 2018. So thank you. Bye. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. This is great. This is Follow so our great. advice and you will find love. That's that's what I'm taking from this episode. I'm not going to be so bold, but I'm glad you are. <laughs> Yeah, you still got a few letters to go. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> of our sample size of two, um, we've been super successful. So, <laughs> so far, so good. Yes. Yeah, that's cute. Um, I actually, I love both Sam and I's advice. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I, I wish I had that advice when I was younger, when I was sort of like jumping from relationship to relationship, because um, I don't think I in my earlier twenties, I don't think I was like thinking critically about the pressure that society puts on us to be coupled and how we Mm -hmm. inherently value coupled love over other love in life, you know, other happiness, even, you know, just like other joys. And I think that if I had heard somebody talk about that differently, I might start valuing other things in my life um, or, or aligning better with the values that were hiding behind that, that need to be loved. I think I also love what Melissa said about like when I was burnt out, I would stop Mm -hmm. and I would spend time falling in love with my hobbies again, or like with my, my loved ones again. Um, and recognizing that like dating is work and it is really frustrating sometimes and stressful. And so like we can get burnt out on it and it's okay to like recognize that and be like, I can't do this anymore. I need to, I need to take a step back rather than like wearing ourselves down to the bone, trying to like find this romantic love. Um, And instead of feeling like you're failing, you know what I mean? Right. Yep. Instead being like, 
intentional about like I'm rec- I'm practicing this self-awareness to recognize that like this isn't working for me right now. Right. So I'm going to do something different and I'll come back to this if if and when I want to. Right. And I love that that Melissa chose to do that. That's great. Yeah. Cute. We're happy for you. Anything else for Melissa? Congrats on the house. A way to be a badass. Yeah. Love that you were like, I'm not waiting anymore. I'm just going to do this. And I also, I want to say like, I loved hearing your updates about your more intentional time with family or the people that you cared around. Like, um, I want to take a, a moment to say like, Hey, I bet it really meant something to your brother when you were like really mm. there for him. I bet that mm-hmm. that small choice or like that intentional action seemed like a shift for your benefit to like take your mind off, you know, dating and stuff. But I think it probably lightened his load a ton or like made him feel way less alone. So good job. Yeah. I love that. Thanks for writing and for updating us. We love you. We love you. All right. Y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh, my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know, I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. <laughs> Stop wasting yeah. you money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right. Up next is Sad About Dad. From episode 165. Oh my God, I remember this one. Feelings happen. This is an intense letter. Yeah, from November of 2021. So they were in a relationship with somebody for about three years and had recently broken up. 
and had been casually dating for a few months, which was fun and exciting. But a few years ago, their dad was diagnosed with terminal illness Mm. that slowly breaks down his cognitive and physical ability. And they've been in therapy and working through grief and felt comfortable letting their last partner into their grief process, but wasn't sure how to navigate it when meeting new people and trying to casually date. Um, And the woman she's was seeing at the time had tried to be there for her and offer support, but was, they were having trouble accepting support from new people, especially in the context of dating. Um, And struggling with how, you know, talking about it means that she has to talk about it and feel it. And it's hard to stay present in a date when you're then thinking about how your dad is dying. Yeah. Yeah. So she's worried that she was, too shut off from her feelings to be present in a new relationship and maybe should just be single until her dad dies. Um, is wondering if that's too much pressure for a new relationship and then also struggling with not knowing how long her dad was going to be around. Yeah. It could be months, it could be years. And so how do you make plans when you don't know for how long? So, Basically, the question came down to any thoughts on how to navigate dating in the midst of trauma and grief ongoing. I remember this letter. It was really intense. I think I cried during it. I probably did. So Sam's advice was that grief is isolating because it feels like no one can feel what you're feeling. But at the same time, you also want and need community. Yeah. But so often that community then focuses around your grief and trauma or those interactions do like it's, it's hard to bring that up to someone and then not have the like, and then have normal conversations yeah. with them and not have it center around like, Oh, how are you doing? And yeah. like, right. Yep. You know, feeling like you then always have to come back to that. Sam's advice was basically like, you can do this. You can date now if you want to, but also you don't have to and sometimes you just need to try and get to tomorrow and figure out what is going to keep you going in the in the short term and you said that letting people see more of you can also help build connection with and empathy for others Mm. Mm. and that it might encourage other people including the people that you're dating to be more authentically themselves too Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that people genuinely want to help and support most of the time so might be worth it to try to give them an opportunity to. Mm. Uh, Sierra, your advice was that there's no right answer to dating while grieving. We, we've moved on from concrete action steps to like, <laughs> yeah, to, <laughs> who can say? There's always more than one way. <laughs> your it, path is your own, my I friend. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, you suggested that, you know, maybe this is more of a time of maintenance than a time of growth and you don't have to force that that growth or those new connections if it doesn't feel right stole that from sam blackwell yep yeah i stole it from my therapist yeah so. yep. sounds right uh <laughs> wanting connection but not feeling fun can be hard but it also mm. doesn't dating doesn't have to mean shrinking yourself and who you are in order to appear fun, fun to new people uh it mm-hmm. just means opening yourself up to connection and new possibilities i stand by that yeah and you encourage her to not create another place for her to feel inadequate mm. or to feel that mm. pressure to feel inadequate. Um, and that she's not hurting anyone by asking them to see her and mm. connect mm. with her. That's not a burden to anyone else to be authentically yourself. I feel great about that one. That's great. Yeah. I love both of our yeah, advice. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so here's... Uh, an update from Sad About Dad. Hi, I submitted a letter that you answered in episode 165. Uh, something about feelings happening, I think is the name. Um, and my name that I submitted under was Sad About Dad. Um, and yeah, I mostly just wanted to call and say thank you to you both. Um, because I typed out a thank you letter to you on Instagram like two times and never sent it. But um yeah, you you all answered my letter in such a like 
kind and wholehearted way. And Sierra, I'm so sorry that I made you cry the whole time, but I actually can't <laughs> tell you what it meant to like have someone else just like feel and express some of the sadness that I was feeling. Um, it was like a really special and cathartic and beautiful experience to to listen to you read my letter and answer it. And I also shared it with my therapist and that was like a nice thing too. Um, she loved what y'all said and what I said. And so anyway, I did kind of take your advice in that I've been trying to remember that letting people support me is okay and that they want to, um, which has been kind of a struggle and a hard thing. I did stop seeing the woman that um, I was seeing when I wrote you all the letter because I just kind of realized that she wasn't maybe someone that I was like willing to let into what I was mm -hmm. going through, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that mm -hmm. there's not anyone that I can't let into it. And so, yeah, I'm just kind of still going to try to date and see what happens and not pause my life during this weird hard time and practice letting the people around me love me. And also, yeah, I just wanted to say that I you know that y'all have a some experiences of like grief and um, loss of parents and people dealing with this disease. And so I think maybe that's why I felt so comfortable sharing my mm. story with you guys. Um, and it really meant a lot to have you hear it and just kind of reflect back everything that you did. So anyway, this is long winded, but I just wanted to say that I'm so appreciative and I feel really sure that I'm going to find someone to be in my life and maybe that'll be through or after this thing that's happening with my family, but I don't know. Um, thanks for all that you do. Uh, Y'all rock. Also, Sierra, um, congrats on becoming a mom or a parent. Um, I don't know if you're using mom, but becoming a parent, that's so cool. Okay. Mm. Bye. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so. I got chills. Emotional. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you. What I said when your letter was playing was that I cried the whole episode and y'all didn't know I was pregnant at that time. So like <laughs> maybe that had something to do with it. But like Sam and Spencer know it literally probably had nothing to do with it because my personality been, is to cry. <laughs> yeah, it would have been the same either way. Yeah. yeah. Her favorite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I so thankful for you. Uh reaching out to us and, and telling us about this. And um, uh, again, like I stand by the thing that I said in that original letter where like grief is just such an isolating thing. Um, and I find it really profoundly moving that you felt connection with mm. what we talked about and, and that you, I feel such deep connection with you knowing that you're also going through this thing and trying to figure it out. Um, and that anything that, Sierra or I said could have been of comfort to you is just like profoundly meaningful to me. So thank you for responding. Um, and just know that there are people out there who don't know exactly what you're going through, but are, are thinking of you and wanting to send you love, even if it is hard to receive it. Yeah. And I think this is a, I echo all of that. Um, I think it's a perfect example of when the universe or life asks too much of you and mm. we don't have, um, the, the universe doesn't give us an option to not deal with these things, you know? Um, mm. But we do have an option to stay open or close, you know? And sometimes mm. sometimes closing is necessary. Like sometimes, like we said, like I stole from Sam's therapist in the episode, you know, <laughs> maintenance <laughs> is necessary. And it maybe it's not the time to be open to connection. But... Um, I liked what was highlighted here that like, you're just, you're keeping, you're keeping hope and you're keeping open and you're reminding yourself as the world ebbs and flows around you that you're not a burden and that, um, and yeah, yeah. Thank you. And, and thank you for the congratulations. And, um, like Sam said, I think we're just so touched that you felt heard and seen. Yeah. Absolutely. We love you. I think. Go ahead, Spencer. Well, I was just going to say, I, I think when like dealing with grief and loss and that weird like anticipation of loss, which mm -hmm. is a very bizarre space to be into, like when my mom was sick and when my mom died, like I, my first, I was much younger and like 
didn't have any of the tools that I have now, but like, and can't imagine trying to date during that time, but like keeping myself open to connection with existing friends and new friends, like also helped me realize that I wasn't as alone in that as I thought I was that like Mm -hmm. many people that I knew had similar experiences or had gone through similar things that we didn't share before then because that wasn't some a connection that we had but right for me at least like my first thought was like this is uniquely terrible to me mm. and not like oh yeah this literally happens to everyone eventually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and at 23 or whatever like that was not as apparent to me and it wasn't the group of people I was around at the time like didn't have those experiences but right. there are billions of people in the world who did right and connecting with those people and like those interactions can be really reassuring because like those folks also know how to not do the really annoying things that people do when you're grieving or when you've lost someone. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And like you can have more authentic connections, but also like find that connection of like, I don't want to think about this for the next hour or can we go do something that will specifically take my mind off of this for a couple hours Mm -hmm. that will feel normal, you know? Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Spencer. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we got to say our love for oh, yes. Sad About Dad. We love you. <laughs> we love you. Thanks for the update. Thank you for, thank you for writing and uh, thank you for helping at least me feel connected to you. All right. Last one is from Drunk Love, who wrote in, uh, they were letter three of episode 123 titled is the juice worth the squeeze (laughs) that was something sam said Uh from january of 2021 wow so their first thought upon uh listening to the show and considering writing in was quote there is no way these people can help me It's still true. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> Here we go. This is the, the moment, that's, the moment of truth. That's okay with me. I am not for everyone. That's my anxiety instantly <laughs> exactly. makes me say that. <laughs> yep. Yep. She's a 46 year old divorced woman raising two daughters who met and started dating a oh, man yeah. about two years mm-hmm. after she got divorced. They dated for two years. They got engaged. They moved in together and blended their families. He also had kids. Um, And after they moved in together, his behavior changed, especially uh, around alcohol. Yes. I remember this letter. It was very controlling. Yeah. Very controlling and critical of her and the kids. And uh, about a year after moving in together, she realized that she had made a mistake and she called off their wedding Mm -hmm. about six weeks before the wedding. Mm -hmm. Oof. She moved out uh, with her daughters. How brave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And about nine months after she called off the wedding and moved out, she ran into him somewhere. They started talking again. They started hanging out again. And they started dating again. And she said at first things were better. And then slowly the red flags started creeping back Mm -hmm, in. mm -hmm. Until one day he showed up. Uh, drunk at her house in the middle of the afternoon after driving there. Uh, She broke it off again and told him not to contact her until he had been sober for at least nine months. Mm -hmm. And then at the point where she wrote in, she had just seen him in a new relationship on social media and was feeling heartbroken all over again. Uh, And didn't ask a direct question, but said, quote, please scold me. (laughs) I love this person. I loved the, I I felt deeply honored to answer that question. I have no fucking clue what we said, or I mean, I remember a couple of things, but um, this letter was important to me. Yeah. So Sierra, you said that she was brave and doing her best and that it sounded like her best was working. Mm. Um, she was brave and trusted her gut when she canceled the wedding and that falling back in love with someone who you loved and who was making progress isn't stupid. It's right. not a mistake. She shouldn't feel yeah. dumb for falling happens. in love with the person she was in love with who seemed to be right. working on Maybe themselves better. and improving. Yeah. Yeah. And then also that recognizing 
for a second time that it was unhealthy and drawing those hard boundaries was brave and smart too. Totally. Basically, sure. she didn't make anything, make any wrong decisions or do anything stupid here. Right. Right. Sam's advice was that social media lies to us and that it she does. did the right thing by blocking him. <laughs> uh, and that you, based on social media, you don't know anything about their relationship and it doesn't have anything to do with her or her new mm-hmm. future relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you said you can do all the right things and still hurt. Mm-hmm. What you did was self-love and it was also showing love to her ex mm. uh, by telling him what he needed to hear and it's not your responsibility nor is it possible to make him hear it or act on it. Mm. Yeah. And then lastly, there was a conversation about uh, like the if only he wasn't an alcoholic mm. line of thought is not actually a helpful way of thinking. Right. And the reality is that he is, and you can't separate that from the person they are yeah. like, inherently yep. intertwined. Did we say anything about the the children too? Like, I think it's, you know, to commend yourself for, for like, she, she, that was, a, not only was she doing the best that she could and she made smart decisions, but she made smart decisions in the, in the, to be witnessed by her children, you know? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she addresses it in her voicemail. So I was going to let. Let okay, her cover okay. it, but but basically, she was also worried about like how this would affect her kids and like what mm-hmm. it looks like to have you know to be with this person that was not healthy for them, and then right. like the decisions how they would affect her kids. And basically, you two told her that like you can't. I think Sam. Specifically oh yeah! Said, some, like, oh my god! I remember. <laughs> you, you I do not because it was you mind blowing. Prevent your you can't prevent yourself from getting into abusive or unhealthy relationships. All right. you can do is recognize them and then do what you need to do to remove yourself from them. That was and that, yep. and that teaching your daughters that is actually that you know an extremely healthy thing to teach them. That was that so is, profound to me, yeah. especially mm-hmm. now. You know, I was trying to get pregnant at that time, and now like approaching parenthood, I thinking about what you want to prevent your child from experiencing and also thinking about yourself, like forgiveness and, and, and realizing that like you can, you can be, you didn't do anything to earn or deserve abusive behavior that anybody can fall into an abusive love because it's really hard not to love people we love, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember my mind exploding during this episode. Yeah. Great. I remember it too now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Any other thoughts before we we play the update? No, I can't wait to hear it. Okay. Hi, Sam and Sierra. You read my letter. This is Drunk Love, and it was episode one, two, three. Um, I I was the one who canceled the wedding six weeks out, and I... Moved my daughters and I back to our community, um, and then I fell in love with him again, only to find out that he was still drinking and drinking and driving and broke up with him. And I was really sad and heartbroken because he had started up a new relationship right away, and I was worried about what I had taught my daughters um, and seeing their mom go through this. Mm -hmm. And first of all, thank you. Um, It was January 4th. Uh, I was on the treadmill when I was listening to the podcast, and I about fell off when I heard you reading my letter. <laughs> it was the first time that anybody had ever called what I did brave, mm-hmm. and I just, I never looked at it that way, and it was just so validating to hear from you guys. Sam said something completely profound. I think Sierra called it a mind orgasm because he <laughs> said something like, you know, I was so worried about my daughters and what I was teaching them, but we can't teach our children or our loved ones not to get into abusive relationships. We need to change the narrative about talking about how we recognize it, set boundaries, and then how we remove ourselves from that, which is what I did. And thank you for calling me brave. It was... um it had been about four or five months from the actual um, breakup, so I was starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But I think hearing you and 
learning from you and learning how to kind of change my narrative and the way I was looking at the situation was just exactly what I needed to get 2021 off on the right foot for me. Here we are a year later. I'm in a beautiful relationship with a beautiful man uh, who is gentle and sweet and kind and loving and I sometimes am waiting. I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop, but mm-hmm. we have such open communication where, um, I don't, I don't think anything's going to drop. Uh, I think it's, it's going really, really well. And mm-hmm. I learned so much from you guys before you read my letter and after. So thank you so much. And I'm no longer drunk love, but I <laughs> am just a girl in love and. I just want to say thank you. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't handle that. I hate this episode. I hate it. (laughs) Sam's crying. (laughs) Sam is crying. Not me. I mean, I am too, but... (laughs) Uh, What is... Feelings. Stop it. Um, I don't like this. That is like... I don't know. Let me just like zoom out for a second and say like... I feel such gratitude for our community right now. Just like, Mm -hmm. it's so, it's such an honor that you guys write us these letters. Um, It's an honor that you guys let us be multifaceted humans that don't necessarily know what we're talking about or forget words or answer questions to the best of our ability, like you are doing, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. you're, you're asking these questions to the best of your ability too. And, um, it's just so touching, like this opportunity to, we've thought about doing, and people have requested a where they now episode for a long time and just to do it. It's just, just to sit in the light of, of your, you know, your voicemails and your updates and your trust. Um, I just feel really emotional and it is brave. <laughs> Everybody's brave. If, you know, if we could, if we could take something out of that voicemail and just say, like, if you're going through something hard right now um, and it's challenging you and you you want to address it in a certain way or you want to react in a way or you want to look back on the choices you made, like give yourself the gift of of calling yourself brave, like seeing where in your life have you made a brave choice that's like that was uncomfortable or that was scary or maybe didn't feel like the most um intuitive thing but you did it anyway or 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 fuck you survived like you just made it through that hard period um i don't think we recognize our own bravery enough and um drunk love was definitely so brave and brave to update us and to write in and i just feel so much love and gratitude right now absolutely i think you know sierra talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the episode but um we just sit here on Zoom and talk to each other, um, you know, and we get we get so many letters and we have to say no to so many letters. And um, I'm so grateful and also often so overwhelmed by the amount of trust that people put into us in our letter writing um, in writing letters to us. And then in the answers that we put out into wherever, <laughs> right, you know, um, and having this experience of of um, people sort of telling us how meaningful it was to them is just so moving and and overwhelming um, because it does feel like often as we're doing this stuff, like, is this helping? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, it's the void. We don't we don't get to hear. Yeah, their... like I trust that we're having good conversations and trying to like support the idea that people are complex and nuanced and like, and we don't give ourselves enough credit and like all of the stuff that we talk about a lot. Um, and it's just really meaningful for me to hear back that it landed somewhere yeah, um, and that somebody heard it and felt it um, because it is like a lot of love and support that we pour into this podcast. And um, it's so nice to see that like someone is feeling it. <laughs> like, that's yeah. just like, and I realized that this is like a very sort of me centered response to this letter, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I don't know how else to to talk about it because well, it like, be I'm, I'm so happy that you like found love and I'm so happy that you've like, you've re you've reframed this thing as being something that's very brave and, and important and great that you did. And I'm also just so touched that Sierra and I had any small amount of influence on you feeling different about yourself like that it's just so exciting to me that that is happening so thank you for 
responding and um wow just like a lot yeah just a lot of feelings of coming up for me in this moment <laughs> and i also want to point out like sam's mind orgasm advice that he i don't know if you said that sam like do you remember just like coming to that conclusion about abusive mm-hmm. relationships in the moment when you were like saying it mm-hmm. out loud i yep. i think one like wow <laughs> you really <laughs> smart <laughs> um but two like that i think I want to pull that out as an example of us like learning together um, with our just breakup community that like we are the ones with the microphones, but we're you, the the vulnerability and the bravery and the intimacy and the mistakes and the triumphs that you guys share in your letters really help Sam and I unfold things and learn things and see things differently and unpack them in real time alongside you. Like we are the ones with the microphones, mm. but you're just a part of this conversation, I think, to us. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I had that Sam thought of that in the moment and I had an in the moment life-changing perspective <laughs> shift along with drunk love or no longer drunk love, just love. Um, and uh, I think that's such a privilege and something that I really love about our community. And to our letter writer, like, thank you so much for the update. Thank you so much for trusting us. Um, for listening. And um, I mean, I meant what we said, and and I mean it again now, just like that your children um, are going to see somebody that's seeking out authenticity, seeking out stability and health, seeking out love and pleasure and forgiveness, like, like Sam said, but mildly different, like we can't not make mistakes, but we can mm. shift our perspective on them and recognize that everybody Everybody sh- finds themselves on a path that they don't want to be on. And the best example you can show your children is that that's okay. That making mistakes, we are hardwired for failure and we're hardwired to find love, you know? Mm-hmm. Can I just interject for a second? I, I would say it's not a mistake. It's just a thing that happens yes, totally. in, in dating yeah. and, and yep. in interacting with people. She didn't make any mistakes. Right. Totally. Yep. For sure. It just happens. I totally agree. Um, we are hardwired to be on paths that we maybe we find ourselves on path that we don't want to be on anymore, you know? And if I, we shift, our- I would say we're, we're hardwired to look for connection and it doesn't always work. Right. And True. recognizing that is a skill and acting totally. on it is brave. And there were no, like, there is not a mistake there except for the person who was being abusive or harmful. Like, right. Yeah. Right. There's right. nothing wrong with getting into that situation. Right. And that's a huge, sure. like, like the letter writer said in the update, that's a huge narrative shift that even I had to learn or still have to learn, you know, and still have to forgive myself for, for the situations I got myself in, you know, um, mm-hmm. that, and I also like, this is, un, this is not this episode, but, um, I remember something that was like really profound that I, that I came to in a different episode that's like connected, which is like, it's trust didn't hurt you, you know, trusting this new person, like Spencer said in his, in his, um, summary of like falling back in love with somebody who you loved before, um, trust is a good thing. Wanting connection is a good thing. It's the most human of, of, of experiences and desires. And we often think that like, the choices that we made led us to be hurt when often it's just like a combination of circumstances and I don't know, compatibilities and ultimately to trust is a good thing to, to seek connection is a good thing. We, we have to trust people to exist. Like it's impossible to exist without trusting. We rely on millions of other people every day. Like we have to trust folks just to, to get through life. Yes. Um, okay, my darling, we love you so much. Thank you for, for writing and for submitting your kind words to us. It's very much appreciated. Yeah. All right. That is the end of our, where are they now? Part one episode. Oh my God. How are we doing? Deeply emotional, incredibly grateful. Also yep. excited for the future episode. We're going to do like a couple more of these in the future. Um, I am I just want to clarify that like we are not just choosing letters where you did take our advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although I think the majority of the people who called in, right? I, yeah. I think most people are updating us with uh, 
when things went well. We have <laughs> yeah, or or that makes sense. Or you have a remarkable track record on advice giving. <laughs> I, I think honestly, the people who for whom your advice did not go well probably don't listen to the show anymore mm-hmm. and yeah. don't know that we're even doing this. Which is fine. Not, so. not all people are meant for me. Anxious I, think our, I think our data set might be a little skewed towards success. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yes, probably. We've gotten dozens of updates. If you want to update us on your situation, whether you took Sam and Sierra's advice or didn't, or it went well or it didn't, uh, you can call 612-486-2550 and leave us a voicemail. There is a three-minute time limit on that voicemail uh, <laughs> for, for our long-winded friends. Me, if you get cut, If you get cut off, though, you can just call us back and yeah. you know, continue. So. Yeah. Um, okay, my darlings, thank you so much for this. Uh, I know this has been a goal for us for a long time, but like I said, after he- hearing the first voicemail, like I think it fills up Sam and I's cup to he- actually hear your voices, you know, mm-hmm. um, to, to remember that the void that we're speaking into is filled with thousands of compassionate, real, beautiful, h- flawed human souls, you know, mm-hmm. um, and who are doing this messy, nuanced work alongside of us and who are learning alongside of us uh it's just such a it's just such a great reminder and i i know sam and i's cups are definitely going to be filled today and and in the future so thanks absolutely um and i guess we'll just jump right to the good stuff if all else fails just break up <laughs>